for any purpose in all states. Yet 20% of the states have flat out legalized marijuana. This means the U.S. government finds it offensive, but state government finds it okay, which makes it weird. Some states have determined it's better to legalize marijuana for numerous reasons. It's used to treat some medical conditions and help some people relax after a hard day, and it reduces some crime rates when it's legalized. In these states where it's legal, there are nice clean shops where you can walk into, get greeted by a nice clerk, browse what you want, buy your weed, and go. Much like buying candy in a quick mart. But what if you're in a state where it's not legal for any reason, and you need it to help with some medical condition? But acquiring weed in these states is illegal, which makes it very frustrating to get. You might have to go to some shady corners and some shady parts of town to find the guy selling not just weed, but tons of other hard drugs. And it's sometimes high pressure, where you feel guilty by checking the weight or scared to go into certain houses. These situations are stressful and sometimes scary. But there's a better alternative. Buy your weed online. Here's how you do it. Fire up a VPN, connect to Tor, get some Bitcoin, and buy your drugs on a dark market. Today's show is generously brought to you by The Versus Project and Versus Market 
versus market, the top futuristic market on the dark seas. Versus Market is the industry leader in bulk deals, customer service and market technology. Versus Market, everything you ever wanted. Find Versus Market by directing your Tor browser to Captain Blackbeard's favorite Dark Seas directory, dark.win. Your start page for the Dark Seas, dark.win. Please visit our sponsors and thank them to keep more Captain Blackbit radio episodes coming. We thank you so much for listening. And now, preview time. When it comes to entertainment, you can't beat a good film. So let's take a look at what's coming your way. Mr. Waldo, you're a hard man to find. Not hard enough. We got a reconnaissance mission with your name on it. We need you to stand in a large crowd of people. Stop standing in large crowds a long time ago. I thought you'd say that. Of all the men in our agency, you're one of the few who knows how to blend in completely. This will be your final mission. Hey, look, look, I found Waldo. No, I found you. I need to know what the hell went wrong right now. I think he finally snapped. A renegade agent out to destroy the organization that made him a legend. We need to find Waldo right now! The man was trained and conditioned to disappear. It's not that easy. My whole life I've been hiding out. All these years people have been trying to find me. The truth is, I don't think I've ever found myself. You can't stop what's coming. This summer, Waldo finds you.
like at this moment to announce that I will be retiring from this program in two weeks' time because of poor ratings. Since this show was the only thing I had going for me in my life, I have decided to kill myself. So what'd she say? I'm going to blow my brains out right on this program a week from today. Ten seconds to commercial. So tune in next Tuesday. That should give the public relations people a week to promote the show. We ought to get a hell of a rating out of that. Roll a telecine. 50 share. Easy. Take telecine. When you're having Listen, a great time... Uh, did you hear that? What was that about? Howard just said he was going to blow his brains out next Tuesday. What are you talking about? Didn't you hear him? He just said... Howard just said he was going to kill himself next Tuesday. What do you mean Howard just said he was going to kill himself next Tuesday? He was supposed to do a tag on Ron Ness and said, to me next Tuesday, I'm going to shoot myself. What the hell's going on? I don't know. He just said he was going to blow his brains out. What the fuck's going on, Howard? You want to know what the fuck is going on, Howard? I can't hear you. Turn the studio mic on. We're back on in 11 seconds. 10 seconds. Pretty too. Howard, what the hell are you doing? Have you flipped or what? I think we better get him off. Get him off. What's the matter with you fellas? Get your fucking hands off. Turn the fucking sound off, you stupid son of a bitch. He's going out live. We're not in fucking trouble down here. That's why you're fucking head, you grabbing it. Got to stand by you stupid son of a bitch. Warning. Listening to this program may induce the following side effects. Impregnation. Hallucinations. Shaking your penis at strangers as a threat. Flagrant acts of piracy. Prejudice against French men. Raising the black flag. Extreme questioning of authority. Plundering of booty. Shaking your penis at strangers as an offering. This program was designed to bring you the finest sounds around from the underground. This program is 110% pure, uncut, and illegal for the lads and lasses of action across the dark seas. We'll be transmitting to you in real time. Unless the feds kick in the door. Or a container ship, captained by Egyptians, crashes into our broadcasting location. In the event of either case, this is a minority-owned college radio station. And our topic today is 
What antipsychotic pharmaceuticals pair best with skinny jeans? We advise you to turn out your lights, put on your headphones, and turn up the volume. Drink it in, and dab on it, bitches, because this is the real pirate radio. This is Captain Blackbeard Radio. Blue skies and calm seas. It was a beautiful day. Sun beat down. I had the radio on. I was driving. Trees went by. Me and Dell were singing. Anything was possible Hit cruise control And rub my eyes The last three days And the rain was unstoppable It was always cold No sunshine
That was Lucky Kleinschmidt and the Heartbreakers. This is Captain Blackbeard Radio. Broadcasting live from the bowels of Captain Blackbeard's favorite whorehouse. We're an underground radio station. And we say and we play what we feel here. I'm your host. This is the ship's doctor. Lieutenant, junior grade, filthy fingers. The captain is currently on vacation. Celebrating the largest jackpot in Las Vegas history. But I'll be your surgeon of sound through the length of this broadcast. The whole shivering, cream-filled, hairy, dump of it. And now a word from our sponsors. Whether or not you win this thing, you've got to decide how you're going to walk out of here when it's all said and done. Because the game is going to go on. And there's only one rule you're going to need to know about. There are no second chances. There's only this moment and the next moment. Every one of those moments is a test that you get to take one time and only one time. So if you see an opening, tear into it. If you get a shot at victory, make damn sure you take it. Seize that moment. That moment is a crossroads where everything you want will collide with everything standing in your way. You've got momentum at your back. Fear and doubt are thundering like a freight train straight at you. And all you got, the only difference between making history and being history, the only thing, the only thing you can count on in any given moment is you. It's you versus them. You versus no. You versus can't. You versus next year, last year, statistics, excuses. You versus history. You versus the odds. It's you versus second place. Clock is ticking. Let's see what you've got. Versus market, the top futuristic dark net market. For all your anonymous market needs, remember versus market. Find versus market by directing your Tor browser to Captain Blackbeard's favorite dark seas directory. Dark.win. Type dark.win. That's dark.win into your Tor browser. Or find the versus market subred. On the Dread Darknet forums, versus market, the top futuristic darknet market, versus market. 11, Roll VTA. 10, 9, 8, 7, 6, 5, 4, 3, 2, 1. 1 key VTA. And 
cue announcer, the UBS Evening News, with Howard Beale. Ready, Sue? Two cue Howard. Good evening. Today is Wednesday, September the 24th, and this is my last broadcast. Yesterday, I announced on this program that I was going to commit public suicide. Admittedly, an act of madness. Well, I'll tell you what happened. I just ran out of bullshit. All right, cut him off. Leave him on. Am I still on the air? If this is how he wants to go out, this I is how he goes I don't know any other way to say it, except that I just ran out of bullshit. Yeah. Uh, look, Mr. Schumacher's right here. Do you want to talk to him? Bullshit is all the reasons we give for living. And if we can't think of any reasons of our own, we always have the God bullshit. Holy Mary, Mother of Christ. We don't know yeah, why Tom, what is going it? through all this pointless pain, humiliation, and decay, so there better be someone somewhere who does know. That's the God bullshit. He's saying that life is like bullshit, and it is. So what are you screaming bullshit. about? Man is a noble creature that can order his own world. Who needs God? Well, if there's anybody out there that can look around this demented slaughterhouse of a world we live in and tell me that man is a noble creature, believe me, that man is full of bullshit. What's so goddamn funny? I can't help it, Harry. It's funny. I don't have anything. Thanks. This is going out live to 67 affiliates. Leave him on. And I was married for 33 years of shrill, shrieking fraud. Mr. Hackett's trying to get through to you. Tell Mr. Hackett to go fuck himself. So I don't have any bullshit left. I just ran out of it, you see. In the past year, over 800,000 Americans have died. Despite millions of dollars of research, death continues to be our nation's number one killer. Hello, I'm Henry Gibson speaking to you on behalf of the United Appeal for the Dead. Although so far there is no known treatment for death's crippling effects, still everyone can acquaint himself with the three early warning signs of death. One, rigor mortis. Two, a rotting smell. Three, occasional drowsiness. It is also important to know what to do when you die. One, do not attempt to drive a car. Two, do not operate heavy machinery. Third, do not talk. Your past contributions to this cause have already worked wonders. Many deserving families have been helped. This is Henry Gibson saying, please give generously when death knocks at your door. Mates. I'm going to a funeral for Aurora Market after the show. I'm a little nervous. I have only been to one other funeral for an uncle I didn't know very well. They say masturbation is better with a dead arm. But I can tell you that's not true. As I ruined my uncle's funeral, and that side of the family doesn't send me Christmas cards anymore. We salute Aurora Market. As it's probably the first market exit in Dark Sea's history that didn't go over the horizon with some of Captain Blackbeard's money. This next one goes out to those caught up in the Apollon. I mean Aurora Market exit. This is the Mind Spiders. You are dead. From the cradle to the grave. This is Captain Blackbeard Radio.
Welcome to Speak Out. My name is Ken Sander, and tonight's issue is should New Yorkers carry handguns or should they be allowed to have handguns? Uh, the number is 475-1550, and you can call in and we can talk about it. Lines are lighting up. I guess it's a good subject. Hi, you're on the air. I was wondering, are you also the cable doctor? Yes. Oh, you have dual roles. That's right. <laughs> okay, I'm just, just curious, and um, hopefully the guy that does taxi talk will give up the job to you, too. Okay. Thank you. Hi, you're on the air. Yes, uh, I was wondering if I can have my AV switch connected to two VCRs. All uh, right, well, you have to call me on the other show. Thank you. Hi, you're on the air. Hi, Ken. Yes. I think it's good that people can have handguns so we can shoot people like you. Right. Back. Fuck you. Hi, you're on the air. How are you doing? How are you? All right. What do you think? Should we carry handguns yeah, or what? Definitely. definitely. Yeah. Okay. Good people like you. All right. Sounds good. Thanks for calling. Bye-bye. Greetings, comrades. Yuri Jekhov here. Darknet vendor and hallucination market administrator. To respond to questions about hallucination markets customer service. Nobody at hallucination gives a fuck. You may give a fuck. You may be under the impression people give a fuck. But we at hallucination market do not. We have no fucks to give. For your bitching. You may have a lot of fucks to give. You may dress up in your little fuck suit and go to work at the fuck National Bank. Or maybe you work in the warehouse at fuck shipping company. Occasionally slipping little fucks into your pockets. You may come home from your long day of calculating fucks. Tired. And used wanting to collapse into fuck bed. Sliding yourself between the fuck blankets. And laying your weary head on your fuck pillow. See, while you rule as Lord, Emperor, King, of fucks. We do not. We at hallucination market shiver, cold and destitute, without a single crumb of fuck to give. So we are happy, content, in our fuck poverty, because at hallucination market nobody gives a fuck about your shit. The popcorn you're eating has been pissed in. Film at 11. That was Yuri Jackoff, administrator of Hallucination Market. Hallucination Market. Number one in customer service.
Order from Yuri Jackoff on Hallucination and receive a free copy of the director's cut of the Donald Trump piss tape. Mates, Captain Blackbeard Radio would like to issue an apology for the spectacular failure that was the Captain Blackbeard 2021 winter cruise to Glacier Bay, Alaska. Unfortunately Captain Blackbeard bought the cruise ship from Yuri Jackoff. Captain Blackbeard didn't know about any of the problems before setting sail. Like the large gash along the hull that threatened to sink the ship at any moment. Or the ship's water slide in the swimming pool, leading to a 200-foot drop over the side. If there was a chance of survival from that drop. Probably not in Glacier Bay, Alaska during winter. But we're still holding out hope for one of God's miracles. And hopefully the Coast Guard will find some of the children that went over the side in the ice fields. After learning from our mistakes, Captain Blackbeard is offering free tickets to the 2021 Captain Blackbeard Summer Cruise. To the beautiful Bermuda Triangle. Where nothing can go wrong. This next one goes to all of those who survived the 2021 Captain Blackbeard Winter Cruise. This is Local H with All the Kids Are Right. You're careening at flank speed towards an iceberg. On Captain Blackbeard Radio. You heard that we were great, but now you think we're lame Since you saw the show last night You hoped that we would rock, and knock it up a notch Rocking was nowhere in sight And it's never good when it goes bad No one likes to feel like they've been
Ahoy mate, and thank you so much for calling Captain Blackbeard. The captain or anyone on the ship is currently free to answer the phone. We could be plundering, or we could be dead drunk, or we could be just dead. Ha ha. Please leave your name and message after the beep, and we shall return fire at our earliest convenience. Ahoy, Captain Blackbeard. Microsoft founder and richest man on the planet Bill Gates here. I understand you now have over a billion dollars. I wanted to call and welcome you to the Billionaires Club. We all get together once a month at the Bohemian Grove and sodomize each other in the ass. Unfortunately, this is not optional. This club also plans evil things. My foundation was working on depopulating the earth for decades. Now I'm shooting everyone up with Windows 95 mystery juice. Like Jim Jones handing out Kool-Aid at a hippie festival. With the same bugs and needing constant upgrades just like my shitty Microsoft products. Blue screen of death running through billions of people's veins. And if they won't take the vaccines, I'll get them with my laboratory-created mosquitoes. Ha 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 ha. You're taking the jab. One way. Or the other. I am also working to get Bitcoin and crypto banned. I really am an evil cocksucker. I'm so evil. I want to ban hamburgers. Even though hamburgers are my favorite food. Of course, that's why my wife, Melinda, left me. She left me for all those reasons. Plus, I look like Ellen, DeGeneres, and Waldo had a bastard baby that turned into the cuntiest lesbian of all time. In my purple sweaters, that make me look like a dried up barren soccer mom. No woman is getting wet for Bill Gates. So hopefully you are getting limber, as Elon Musk and I plan to ride you around like we're at the Kentucky Derby. George Soros is also excited for you to fuck him up the ass, like he fucks up societies. So, we will see you at the next Billionaires Club meeting, or we will take all your wealth. We are evil after all. Ask Jeffrey Epstein, Ha 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 ha. That's why I'm always smiling. Especially when I'm talking about pandemics and genocides. Do you want to keep your money? Bring Vaseline. 15, 15 seconds. 14, 13, 12, yeah. 11. Max, Max, I'm telling you, he's fine. He's been sharp all day. It's been funny as hell. Had everybody cracking up with the rundown meeting. I told him. I told him. Up, QBTA. Ready to. Cue announcer. The UBS Evening News. Ready to. With Howard Beale. Take two, cue Howard. Last night, I was awakened from a fitful sleep shortly after two o'clock in the morning by a shrill, sibilant, faceless voice. I couldn't make it out at first in the dark bedroom. And I said, 
I'm sorry, you'll have to talk a little louder. What do you want me to do? Nothing. And the voice said to me, I want you to tell the people the truth. Not an easy thing to do because the people don't want to know the truth. And I said, you're kidding. What the hell should I know about the truth? But the voice said to me, don't worry about the truth. I will put the words in your mouth. And I said, what is this, the burning bush? For God's sake, I'm not Moses. And the voice said to me, and I'm not God. What has that got to do with it? And the voice said to me, we're not talking about eternal truth or absolute truth or ultimate truth. We're talking about impermanent, transient human truth. I don't expect you people to be capable of truth, but God damn it, at least you're capable of self-preservation. And I said, why me? And the voice said, because you're on television, dummy. You have 40 million Americans listening to you, and after this show, you could have 50 million. For Pete's sake, I'm not asking you to walk the land in sackcloth and ashes preaching the Armageddon. You're on TV, man. So I thought about it for a moment. And then I said, okay. Hey Queen! I saw you from across the bar. After a quick Google search, I found you on social media. I saw your tweet about how men are trash. And I just wanted to let you know that I agree. Although I myself am a man. I know, ugh. I am on your side. One of the good ones, as some may say. I consider myself a male feminist. Solidarity, sister. By the way, I never even noticed how fat your boobies are till now. But, they are awesome. I'd love to suffocate in those huge sweater cows. Could I slap those tits around? Private message me. After over 400 days, the lockdown in my area finally ended. Imagine that, a global pandemic just magically disappearing. Right after a presidential election, no less. I spent the day driving around to all of the different businesses that were offering free things for those who shot up the vaccine. I got free hamburgers, free french fries, free cannabis, free beer, free cheesecake, entered into a lottery to win a million dollars. 
and local clubs telling me slutty chicks will probably fuck me. Getting shot up with one of the five vaccines is great. It's so great, I'm thinking about shooting up all five, just to be safe. I still can't feel my penis. But corporate America is replacing that sensation of being a man with junk food, weed, gambling, and alcohol. I don't know why heroin dealers never offered happy meals to shoot their skag. Seems obvious now after corporate America is making it standard business practice. The one thing I've learned from all this is when corporate America gives you something for free. It's because they care. And there's absolutely no strings attached. After my first day out, I immediately ran back to my dark safe space and locked all the doors. After 400 plus days on house arrest in a tiny room quarantined. Outside looks like a Martian moonscape, with aliens wearing masks. After these lockdowns, the idea of sex is so foreign. It would be like a hostile alien trying to devour me, limp vaccine dick first. This next one goes out to all those who survived these insane times. This is 9 inch nails. Every day is exactly the same. You're experiencing deja vu. You're experiencing deja vu. You're experiencing deja vu. On Captain Blackbeard Radio.
That's a very valid point. You know, uh, a lot, of, and that's what the, one of the big arguments that the police have is, is that a lot of the illegal guns get into the system by burglaries. Like uh, most people keep uh, their gun near their bed, most likely, and so a criminal come in, rob, your, rob your house, and steal your gun, and it would get into the system, the illegal Hello? system. So that's an issue. Hi, you're on the uh, air. Hi, I called call before uh, with a very valid point. I think it was one of your first calls. Yeah. Fuck you, you cockbucker. Hello, race fans, and welcome to the Detroit 96 Annual Marathon. The beautiful Motor City welcomes you. Runners, on your marks. Ready? Not yet. Wait. This is National Public Radio. 
sponsored by the bill and Melinda. I mean, the Bill and Bill Gates Foundation. And listeners, like you. Today on All Things Considered, we discuss the merits of banning beef and various other meat products for human consumption. Professor Meyer Lansky is interviewed to discuss his groundbreaking new scientific discoveries that prove cow flatulence promotes white supremacy. We also plunge into the darkest corners of the internet with our expose on transsexual clowns being sold as sex slaves on the dark web. This is National Public Radio. But first, we bring you the completely fascinating radio story. of the only known no-hitter ever thrown in baseball. Under the influence of LSD. This is the story of Doc Ellis and the LSD no-no. We flew into San Diego and I asked the manager, could I go home? because we had an off day. So he said, yeah. So I took some LSD at the airport because I knew where it would hit me. I'd be in my own my little area and I'd know where to go. So that's how I got to uh, my friend's girlfriend's house. She said, what's wrong with you? I said, I'm high as a Georgia pine. <laughs> the next day, which I thought was the next day, she told me, you better get up. You got to go pitch. I said, pitch? I pitch tomorrow. Hell, what are you talking about? Because I had got up in the middle of the morning and took some more acid. She grabbed the paper, brought me the sports page, and showed me, boom. I said, oh, wow. What happened to yesterday? <laughs> she said, I don't know, but you better get, you better get to that airport. Now, this was in the 70s, and Greens was Dexamil. That was uh, the drug of choice back then, was a stimulant. Over 90% of major leagues was using Dexamil when I was playing. When I got to the game, there was a lady down there in San Diego who used to always have the Bennies for me, Benzedrine, which is another stimulant. I went out to the, in the dugout and reached up, because she was standing over the rail. She always stood over the rail and had a pretty little gold pouch. So I got the bennies, went on back in the clubhouse, took them. The game started and the mist started, misty rain. So all during the game was a little mist. The opposing team and my teammates, they knew I was high, but they didn't know what I was high on. Cause they, they had no idea what LSD was other than what they see on TV with the hippies. 
I didn't see the hitters. All I could tell was if they was on the right side or the left side. The catcher put tape on his fingers so I could see the signals. We had a rookie on the team at that particular time named Dave Cash, and he kept saying after the first inning, he said, you got a no-no going, a no-hitter. I said, yeah, right. And I looked. <laughs> then around the fourth inning, he'd say it again, got a no-no going. <laughs> I looked. Yep. But I could also feel the pressure from other players wanting to tell him to shut up. It's a superstition thing where you're not supposed to say nothing if somebody's throwing a no-hitter. There were times when the ball was hit back at me. I jumped because I thought it was coming fast, but the ball was coming slow. Third base would come by and grab the ball and threw somebody out. I never caught a ball from the catcher with two hands because I thought that was a big old ball. And then sometimes it looked small. One time I covered first base and I caught the ball and I tagged the base all in one motion. I said, oh, I just made a touchdown. <laughs> I didn't pay no attention to the, to, the, to the score. You know, I'm trying to get the batters out. And I'm throwing a crazy game. I'm hitting people, walking people, throwing balls in the dirt. They're going everywhere. Now we go for the piece de resistance. We move to the bottom of the ninth on a no-hitter, leading 2-0. It was easier to pitch with the LSD because I was so used to medicating myself. That's the way I was dealing with the fear of failure. The fear of losing, the fear of winning. It's just that it was part of the game, you know. You get to the major leagues and you say, I, I got to stay here. What do I need? Everybody in our bullpen is standing and walking around nervously. They want to run and grab Doc. Now, two balls, two strikes, and here's the pitch. Strike free. He got it. No They're going after him. He got it. They're mobbing Doc Ellis on a no-hitter. Mates. This is Captain Blackbeard Radio. Captain Blackbeard was one of the highest rated cannabis vendors in Dark Seas history. Captain Blackbeard Radio is a service we provide to bring humor, music, and culture to the lads and lasses of action across all eight seas. If you would like to reach Captain Blackbeard, you can now email us at P.O. Box 6969Bangkok at secmail.pro. That's P.O. Box 6969Bangkok at secmail.pro. Every email inquiry gets a free photo slideshow of Captain Blackbeard's recent trip to Buckingham Palace. Captain Blackbeard Radio is Queen Elizabeth's favorite audio program. She loves all the sex and drug jokes. Or you can visit Captain Blackbeard's new home on endchan.org. Just search for Captain Blackbeard Radio on any search engine to find us. Mates, with the declining economy, and inflation now running wild. 
We understand National Public Radio has just opened a dark net store on Hallucination Market to keep their doors open. Imagine that, a media company being used as a front to launder drug money. I don't know why no one has ever thought of that before. But Captain Blackbeard Radio supports all Dark Seas business. So we purchased some of National Public Radio's brown LSD. Which I will now ingest, on the air. It tastes absolutely horrible. Wow, this stuff is bunk. Nothing is happening. Wait a minute. Something is happening. I can feel it coming on. Oh, shit. I'm tripping, and I'm now aware of all the evil people who support genocide, and pedophiles, and war crimes, and the Holocaust, and the Rwandan genocide, and 9-11, and incest, and rape, and the Armenian genocide, and Nazism, and sterilizing and CIS supremacy, and hetero supremacy, and the coronavirus pandemic, and imperialism, and bombing Syria, and the drug wars, and the crusades, and the holodoma, and the January 6th capital storm, and slavery, and World War I and World War II, and murdering babies, and voter fraud, and fascism, and fatphobia, and ableism and selling Spongebob's soul for 62 cents, and criminalizing homosexuality, and bestiality, and kids starving in the streets, and saying slurs, and cannibalism, and banning everything in existence, and wishing that all of life on Earth was extinct. I need to do something about all of this privilege, intersectionality, whiteness, microaggressions that trigger people of color which promotes asymptomatic transmission proven by science. I might have to start a Twitter account, I love making new friends. So please clap for our heroes in the medical industry. And Black Lives Matter. All cops are bastards. Unless someone isn't wearing a mask. Then I'll call the cops on them and hopefully they'll beat them to a bloody pulp. Excuse me, just a moment. I have to move away from the microphone for what I'm about to say. For the first time ever, we're going to advise against taking narcotics. And we're going to advise you to stay away from NPR's brown LSD. 
This next one goes out to anyone who's had this bad trip. This is Trifle. With new religion. We probably just triggered countless numbers of flashbacks with that last segment. On Captain Blackbeard Radio. Religion 
is your Captain Blackbeard halftime quiz. I am your quiz mistress. The queen of inquisitions. All those who answer the following question correctly. Wins a modern 3,000-person capacity Russian cruise ship in need of slight repairs. And a bucket of broken glass. Today's Captain Blackbeard quiz question. What is at the end of the rainbow? The answer. After this. Oil ministers of the OPEC nations meeting in Vienna still haven't decided how much more to increase the price of oil next Wednesday. Ready, VTA? Yeah. Iran and okay, he came in the building about five minutes ago. Well, VTA. Tell Snowden when he comes in. Nine, eight, get that ball? They just six, five, four, three, two, one. VTA, this has been the most divisive meeting the oil states have ever had. The 13 nations of OPEC have still not been able to decide by how much to increase okay. the price of oil. Saudi Arabia... How much time we got? Yesterday, for further consultations with You've his government, he returned to the Vienna... This is Ed Fletcher in Vienna. Take two, Q. Howard. I don't have to tell you things are bad. Everybody knows things are bad. It's a depression. Everybody's out of work or scared of losing their job. The dollar buys a nickel's worth. Banks are going bust. Shopkeepers keep a gun under the counter. Punks are running wild in the street. and There's nobody anywhere who seems to know what to do, and there's no end to it. We know the air is unfit to breathe, and our food is unfit to eat. We sit watching our TVs while some local newscaster tells us that today we had 15 homicides and 63 violent crimes, as if that's the way it's supposed to be. We know things are bad, worse than bad. They're crazy. It's like everything everywhere is going crazy, so we don't go out anymore. We sit in the house, and slowly the world we're living in is getting smaller, and all we say is, please, at least leave us alone in our living rooms. Let me have my toaster and my TV and my steel-belted radios, and I won't say anything. Just leave us alone. Well, I'm not going to leave you alone. I want you to get mad. I don't want you to protest. I don't want you to write. I don't want you to write to your congressmen because I wouldn't know what to tell you to write. I don't know what to do about the depression and the inflation and the Russians and the crime in the street. All I know is that first, you've got to get mad. You've got to say, I'm a human being. God damn it. My life has value. So, I want you to get up now. I want all of you to get up out of your chairs. I want you to get up right now and go to the window, open it, and stick your head out and yell, I'm as mad as hell, and I'm not going to take this anymore! I want you to get up right now. Get up, go to your windows, open them, and stick your head out and yell, I'm as mad as hell, and I'm not going to take this anymore. Things have got to change. How many stations does this go out of I know it goes to Louisville and Atlanta. We're not going to take this anymore. Then we'll figure out what to do about the depression and the inflation and the oil crisis. But first, get up out of your chairs, open the window, stick your head out and yell, and say, I'm as mad as hell, and I'm not going to take this anymore. Who are you talking are they yelling in Atlanta, Ted? But first, you've got to get mad. You've got to say, I'm as mad as hell, and I'm not going to take this anymore. They're yelling in Baton Rouge. 
Get up, get up, get up out of your chair. Son of a bitch! We struck the mother low! Stick your head out of the window, open it, then stick your head out and keep yelling and yell. I'm as mad as hell. I'm not gonna take this anymore. Just get up from your chairs right now. Go to Where the window. Where are you going? Everybody I don't want to see if anybody's yelling. Open it and stick your head out and yell and keep yelling. I'm... for the Captain Blackbeard halftime quiz. What is at the end of the rainbow? If you guessed a halfway house for leprechauns, you would be wrong. The correct answer to what is at the end of the rainbow? What is at the end of the rainbow is the letter W. I am your quiz mistress, the queen of inquisitions. This has been your Captain Blackbeard halftime quiz. Mates. I wanted to take a nap before the next segment after that bad acid trip. I thought it would be nice to nut before I slept. And I didn't want to go upstairs and see the girls. Especially since I owe a number of them money. I dropped a sleeping pill. And my room was dark, so I figured why close the blinds. I was lubing with silicone lube, desperately trying to get some sensation down there. Next thing I realized, I just woke up, with the lights on, and the sun shining in, dick in hand with lube in the other. Lube spilled all over my body in sheets, and porn, still playing, at the highest volume. 
and the neighbors and random passerbys can clearly see what happened. The whore house we're broadcasting from is in a heavily populated city area. And I'm on the first floor. So everybody saw everything. The MILF neighbor who owns the deli directly across the street was having lunch. And raised their glass of wine cheering me and smiled. This next one is dedicated to myself. And what I have a feeling will be my new nickname. This is Right Hand Man by Bobby Comstock. Shake hands with Ben Franklin. On Captain Blackbeard Radio. The following statement was written by an angry dwarf. I'd love to kick Warwick Davis in the head. Just take a few steps, run up then catch him with the full force of my steel cap toe under his chin, send that little faggot flying through the air. As he lies on the floor, coughing and wheezing and choking on his own blood.
I stand over him and laugh wickedly. He looks up at me in fear and pain, his eyes searching, begging me for mercy. He finds none. What I would give to make his life a living hell. I would force him to dress up in elf and leprechaun outfits and subject him to pure awfulness and humiliation. I would train a dog to attack him on command. A big-ass dog is scary and life-threatening to a normal human, but to a midget. Might as well be a dragon. I'd keep him in a cell, and what's more is that I would actually place the key inside with him but put it in a high place. Not extremely high, but just ever so slightly out of reach. It would drive him mad. I would dress him like a baby and toss him from one corner to the next. I'd grab him by one leg and swing him as hard and as fast as I could. Then hurl him to see how far he goes. I'd rent one of those giant inflatable bounce houses and body slam him all day until my arms got tired. I would stick him in dryers and turn them on and leave him in there for long periods of time. I'd force him to fight other midgets to the death. The previous statement was written by an angry dwarf. Hello my fellow Americans, Senator John Rube Boob here. Your Dominion elected representative of Congress to give you a word from the United States government. Our plans of destroying the country with hyperinflation and color revolution are going well but we keep running into problems. As it turns out, after lying about it for over a year, COVID-19 probably did originate in a Wuhan, Chinese laboratory. And the United States government and Dr. Fauci directly had involvement in the work behind creating the virus. Now that this information was forced out of Fauci in a congressional hearing, our entire narrative surrounding COVID-19 is collapsing dramatically. Much like the chemical weapons we sold Saddam Hussein which he used to genocide millions of Kurds. Or the weapons, military training and millions of dollars we gave bin Laden. Or any of the random 20th century genocides we sponsored. In order to find the origins of COVID-19, all we had to do was look at the receipts. But this entire thing was a scam and subterfuge for the Great Reset and our trying to initiate the Fourth Industrial Revolution. And in reality, all of that is just a ploy from those in power trying to maintain power in a dying system. But now everything is fucked up. You see the lockdowns virtually evaporating in several parts of the country with no consequences. While the rest of the country is stuck in a cult-like lunacy pretending the invisible evil that is everywhere is going to get them at any moment if they don't have a piece of cloth over their face. Meanwhile, only about 30% of you from our own admission believe what your dopamine porn screens are telling you and are shooting up our magical science brew for a meme flu virus that has a 99.98% chance of survival. The fact that the majority of Americans don't believe anything we, the powers that be, say anymore, has dramatically fucked up our plans. 
But we obviously think you're completely retarded, which is why we're trying to goad you into shooting up government-mandated mystery juice by offering you donuts and burgers for taking the jab. All of our algorithms monitoring the internet and society are telling us that you, the American people just don't buy anything we're selling anymore. As you're tuning out and turning away en masse from everything we control. And like a cult initiation where members are forced to commit fake suicides with guns they think are loaded. That 30% of the country that actually took our magic potion is now psychologically forced to buy everything we say completely. Or face a complete psychological breaking. And this cult will continue to be radicalized, demoralized and agitated until they wind up destroying everything around them before destroying themselves. But don't worry, everything we say, especially numbers or lies. So who really knows what's happening? One source says 30% of people took the jab. One source says 50% of Americans took the jab. We can't even figure out how many of our own people are actually dumb enough to shoot the shit. 40 to 60% of Fossey's own top CDC officials refuse to take the vaccines. These are the top medical experts in the country tasked with setting the country's health policy who have forced all of this on you. The same people telling us that the flu disappeared overnight because of forced wearing of masks. Yet they tell us COVID outbreaks continually explode forcing further lockdowns and the erosion of American rights and quality of life because of people not wearing masks. The vaccines don't provide an immunity to COVID. They don't stop the transmission of COVID. In fact, no one is really sure what they do long-term. And if you experience a severe adverse reaction or die from the vaccine there will be no compensation from the vaccine manufacturer or the government. As we have 100% zero liability. These are also the people who change the parameters of testing. Where before, virtually any coronavirus including influenza would trigger a positive COVID test. Where now the testing has been changed where it's much harder to trigger a positive if you have a vaccine and the tests have been rigged to show the numbers are falling dramatically under our new puppet president. COVID-19 numbers are as real as US elections. Also please forget about how we have now had decades of history of lying to you about Oxycontin and every other pharmaceutical plague that has hit society in the last 30 years. But look, we're not forcing the vaccine on you. You just can't work, receive healthcare or attend any of society's events, but we're not forcing it on you. At least until next year when we're forcing it on you as a COVID passport. As a cover for our own version of China's communist social credit system we desperately want to implement here in the United States. Where our house slaves who will literally shoot poison as far as they know were forcibly separated from anyone who might be a little too smart for our scams and corruption. But your reaction to the fraudulent election and us trying to shoot you up with government skag has been troubling to say the least. All we wanted was a nice little color revolution as we treated you like cattle. While we lock you in an infant tile, common core, dopamine-filled, Plato's cave of made-up problems like climate change, racial disharmony and culture wars. So that you never figure out or do anything about who's fucking you and your society every day while you collapse into a third-world state-dependent nightmare that you'll never escape from. You're not supposed to figure out things like Black Lives Matter as the Susan G. Komen of Black Death. Every time a black person dies tragically, they have to appear to insert their brand. Or that Black Lives Matter is not run by, or for, black people. 
You're not supposed to make all the connections between wealthy people, organizations and motives that fuck you every day of your life. You're not supposed to question why the deadliest pandemic of our lifetime require constant testing to prove that it's ripping through communities. You're not supposed to question why the government actively pushes legal heroin on its citizens in an epidemic that has killed more Americans every year than the Vietnam War. While turning every American city into a third world shithole. Yet the government will destroy millions of American lives over a meme flu for your own protection. But none of this matters. We lie about everything. We say we want to legalize cannabis. Then we fire White House staffers who test positive for cannabis. We'll release a poll saying Joe Biden is the most popular president in history. Entities can poison millions of Americans with legal heroin. And we will never receive any sort of repercussions. And the majority of the country will just disappear while no one does anything. And history is recorded as the direct opposite of reality. And you will own nothing. And you will be happy. I am Senator John Rude Booth. And this is your United States government in action. New, new, new world, new world order. Moscow in flames, missiles headed toward New York, film at 11.
thank you so much for calling Captain Blackbeard. The captain or anyone on the ship is currently free to answer the phone. We could be plundering, or we could be dead drunk, or we could be just dead. Ha ha. Please leave your name and message after the beep, and we shall return fire at our earliest convenience. Captain Blackbeard? I haven't had to use this 20th century phone technology in over 20 years. Is this working? Hello? This is Facebook CEO, Mark Zuckerberg, trying to leave a message for Captain Blackbeard. Command control key message function. Leave message function. Captain Blackbeard, I just got your invitation. What a smashing way to introduce yourself to the billionaires club. All of us billionaires have yachts, but none of us have a cruise ship. I accept your friend request. We look forward to sailing on your ship, instead of the usual games of grab ass in the woods at the Bohemian Grove. Yes, I and the entire Facebook and Instagram team will be there. I've always wanted to meet you, Captain Blackbeard. I know you created the greatest cannabis brand in darknet history, but I, Mark Zuckerberg, am the greatest drug dealer of the 21st century. They wouldn't let us push heroin over the counter. So, I did the next best thing, and got people addicted, to dopamine, through their screens. And then started psychologically engineering their minds with anything we want, using the most powerful psychological drug known to man. Hit the like button for your cheese, rats. You're in the Zuck's mental maze. Ha ha ha. We now control every narrative and all information as we clamp down into Internet 2.0. We're so evil, we're even trying to get toddlers addicted with Instagram for kids. And, we'll do everything we can to lock America's youth in a Plato's cave they'll never be able to escape from. Ha 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 ha. So, can't wait to see you on board the ship. Thanks for making this Facebook event in the Billionaires Group. Maybe we can tag Team Jeff Bezos together? Except, Bezos will probably be all tied up with Kanye West. Won't be the first Black Friday Amazon has had. Eh? Ha 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 ha. Anyway, can't wait to fuck you, Captain Blackbeard. See you on the Billionaires Cruise. Err. Message function. Off? And message? How do I turn this goddamn... New from Barker Brothers, a game for the entire family. Scot-free. Your team has just assassinated the president. Can you get away scot-free? Shake the dice and see. Great, you found the patsy. Go again. Bonus card. You get Jack Ruby to kill your patsy. That's good because dead men don't talk. Oh no, Abraham's Bruder films the assassination. Tough break, but now you go again. And a stroke of luck, 22 material witnesses die of unnatural causes. Now your opponent shakes again. Uh-oh, look out, Life Magazine buys the Bruder film. But you buy Life Magazine and show the frames out of sequence. You're almost home. Now you must spin the public opinion board. 
You've done it. The public believes it. You're scot-free. Available from Barker Brothers. 30 seconds. All right, ready, VTA. One, you have the audience to pan. 25. Two, you have the window to pull. Three, you're on the announcer. 20. Stand by, VTA. 15, 14, 13, 12, 11, 10, 9, 8, 7, 6, 5, 4, 3, 2, 1, 3. Cue announcer. Ladies and gentlemen, let's hear it. How do you feel? We're mad as hell, and we're not going to take this anymore. Ladies and gentlemen, the Network News Hour with Sybil the Soothsayer. Jim Loving, and here sits the Emma's Truth Department. Miss Matahari and her skeletons in the closet. Tonight, another segment of Vox Populi. And starring the mad prophet of the airways, Howard Beale. chairman of the board of the Union Broadcasting Systems and he died at 11 o'clock this morning of a heart condition and woe is us. We're in a lot of trouble. So, a rich little man with white hair died. What has that got to do with the price of rice, right? And why is that woe to us? Because you people and 62 million other Americans are listening to me right now because less than 3% of you people read books. Because less than 15% of you read newspapers. Because the only truth you know is what you get over this tube. Right now, there is a whole, an entire generation that never knew anything that didn't come out of this tube. This tube is the gospel, the ultimate revelation. This tube can make or break presidents, popes, prime ministers. This tube is the most awesome goddamn force in the whole godless world. And woe is us if it ever falls into the hands of the wrong people. And that's why woe is us that Edward George Ruddy died. Because this company is now in the hands of CCA, the Communication Corporation of America. There's a new chairman of the board, a man called Frank Hackett, sitting in Mr. Ruddy's office on the 20th floor. And when the 12th largest company in the world controls the most awesome goddamn propaganda force in the whole godless world, who knows what shit will be peddled for truth on this network. So you listen to me. Listen to me. Television is not the truth. Television is a goddamn amusement park. Television is a circus, a carnival, a traveling troupe of acrobats, storytellers, dancers, singers, jugglers, sideshow freaks, lion tamers, and football players. We're in the boredom-killing business. So if you want the truth, go to God. Go to your gurus. Go to yourselves. Because that's the only place you're ever going to find any real truth. But man, you're never going to get any truth from us. 
We'll tell you anything you want to hear. We lie like hell. We'll tell you that uh, Kojak always gets the killer and that nobody ever gets cancer in Archie Bunker's house. And no matter how much trouble the hero is in, don't worry, just look at your watch. At the end of the hour, he's going to win. We'll tell you any shit you want to hear. We deal in illusions, man. None of it is true. But you people sit there day after day, night after night, all ages, colors, creeds. We're all you know. You're beginning to believe the illusions we're spinning here. You're beginning to think that the tube is reality and that your own lives are unreal. You do whatever the tube tells you. You dress like the tube. You ate like the tube. You raise your children like the tube. You even think like the tube. This is mass madness, you maniacs. In God's name, you people are the real thing. We are the illusion. So turn off your television sets. Turn them off now. Turn them off right now. Turn them off and leave them off. Turn them off right in the middle of the sentence I'm speaking to you now. Turn them off. Mates, I am happy to say I have found all the answers. In my darkest, most desolate moments. In the hell of a bad acid come down. And after fighting off the strange advances of my MILF neighbor, who I think was trying to devour me. I turned on my television to find a program that offered me hope and salvation. And after sending them all of my money, I think I have a pretty good shot at it. It makes sense I'd finally come to Jesus after all these years. Considering how much I've always liked his candles. This is Genesis. With Jesus he knows me. From the darkest depths to the heavens above. This is Captain Blackbeard Radio.
It's 2022 in America. The government has fallen. 
The economy is collapsing. The very future of society is in doubt. Only American television can bring you the new sports sweeping the nation. television left on my doorstep. Ha ha. Got him. You shot him in the throat. I'm sorry, that's a 10 point deduction for a slow painful death. God damn it. Amazon, package, thief, hunting. Look over there, by my gate. She's trying to steal my pasta maker. 100 points, perfect kill. Fun for the whole family. Guy is trying to get away with my new computer. Amazon package thief hunting. For Amazon package thieves is my personal best score. I left an Amazon box the size of a refrigerator on my porch overnight next to a couple of boxes of Nikes. They never saw what hit them. That's when I knew I had the talent to turn pro. I one time accidentally shot the neighbor's kid. But that's okay. I despise that little fuck. Mates, the truckload of holy water, I ordered from the television church finally arrived. I now have a storage unit filled with cases and cases of God's magic brew. It was $29.99 a bottle. I spent every dollar I had, buying out the television church's inventory. But, who's going to have a direct link to the big men upstairs, with a storage unit filled with holy water, 
when society collapses. I tried to put some holy water on my penis to make it divine. But unfortunately, I still can't feel it. Things are turning around for old doctor fingers. I have turned all of my money into holy water. I started a jewelry business on eBay. And through the Lord's blessings, I am finally realizing my multi-million dollar potential. Here's another one of God's blessings. This is Stonefield, with, eyes. I have no idea what these lasses are saying, but it sounds awesome. You're in tune with the Holy Roller. And, the Holy Smoker. Captain Blackbeard Radio.
Have you ever been face to face with a police officer and wondered, is he about to kick my ass? Well, wonder no more. If you follow these easy tips, you'll be fine. First, obey the law. Laws were made for a reason. Think of them as hints. You've heard people say, man, I wouldn't do that shit if I was you. Well, here's some of that shit. Carjacking, armed robbery, arson, selling drugs, buying drugs, stabbing, shooting. You know, you probably won't get your ass kicked if you just use common sense. If you jump a subway turnstile, you might just get off with a warning from the police. But if you jump a turnstile carrying a loaded gun and smoking a joint, then maybe you need your ass kicked. We all know what happened to Rodney King, but Rodney wouldn't have got his ass kicked if he had just followed this simple tip. When you see flashing police lights in your mirror, stop immediately. Everybody knows, if the police have to come and get you, they're bringing an ass kicking with them. Here's a no-brainer. If you're listening to loud rap music, turn that shit off. Blast and fuck the police while you're getting pulled over by the police is just ignorant. When an officer approaches your car, be polite. Is there a problem, officer? And stay in your car with your hands on the wheel. What the fuck you want, motherfucker? Unless you want your ass kicked. Want to give a friend a ride? Not so fast. Your friend might be crazy. Now, before you let your friend in your car, ask them these questions. Do you have a gun? Do you have drugs? Do you have any warrants? And in case you do get pulled over by the cops. License and registration, please. Remind your friend to do this one thing. Shut the fuck up. Man, don't give him shit. What the fuck you want? If you have to give a friend a ride, get a white friend. A white friend could be the difference between a ticket and a bullet in the ass. Here's a tip you should never forget. If your woman is mad at you, leave her at home. Because a mad woman will say anything. He got weed! He got weed! If your woman is mad at you, there's nothing she'd like to see more than you getting your ass kicked. That's my Obey the law. Use common sense. Stop immediately. Turn that shit off. Be polite. Shut the fuck up. Get a white friend. And last but not least, don't ride with a mad woman. If you follow these simple pointers, you probably won't get your ass kicked by the police. Versus, 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 versus market.
exactly seven o'clock here in Los Angeles. And right now, over a million homes using television in this city are turning their dials to channel three, and that's our channel! Because this is your goddamn life I'm talking about today. In this country, when one company wants to take over another company, they simply buy up a controlling share of the stock. But first, they have to file notice with the government. That's how CCA took over the company that owns this network. But now, somebody is buying up CCA. Somebody called the Western World Funding Corporation. They filed the notice this morning. Well, just who in the hell is the Western World Funding Corporation? It is a consortium of banks and insurance companies who are not buying CCA for themselves, but as agents for somebody else. And who is the somebody else? They won't tell you. They won't tell you. They won't tell the Senate. They won't tell the SEC, the FTC. They won't tell the Justice Department. They this won't is Mr. Hackett. Do you have a New York call for me? The hell it is. Do you want to turn that down, please? I will tell you who they're buying CCA for. They're buying it for the Saudi Arabian Investment Corporation. They're buying it for the Arabs. Clarence Frank Hackett here. How's everything back in New York? How's the good lady? All right, Clarence, take it easy. I don't know what you're talking about. When? Tonight show? Clarence, take it easy. The Howard Beale show's just going on out here. You guys get it three hours earlier in New York. Clarence, take it easy. How the hell could I see it? It's just going on now. And there's not a single law in the books to stop them. They're buying CCA for When did Mr. Jensen call? We all know that the Arabs control $16 billion in this country. They own a chunk of Fifth Avenue, 20 downtown pieces of Boston, a part of the port of New Orleans an industrial park in Salt Lake City. They own big hunks of the Atlanta Hilton, the Arizona Land and Cattle Company. Part of the bank in California, the Bank of the Commonwealth in Detroit. They control Aramco, so that puts them into Exxon, Texaco and Mobile Oil. They're all over, New Jersey, Louisville, St. Louis, Missouri. And that's only what we know about. There's a hell of a lot more we don't know about because all of those Arab petrodollars are washed through Switzerland and Canada and the biggest banks in this country. For example, what we don't know about is this CCA deal and all the other CCA deals. Right now, the Arabs have screwed us out of enough American dollars to come right back and with our own money buy General Motors, IBM, ITT, AT&T, DuPont, U.S. Steel, and 20 other American companies. Hell, they already own half of England. So listen to me. Listen to me, goddammit. The Arabs are simply buying us. There's only one thing that can stop them. You. You. So, I want you to get up now. I want you to get up out of your chairs. I want you to get up right now and go to the phone. I want you to get up from your chairs, go to the phone, get in your cars, drive into the Western Union offices in town. I want you to send a telegram to the White House. Oh my God. By midnight tonight, 
I want a million telegrams in the White House. I want them wading knee-deep in telegrams in the White House. I want you to get up right now and write a telegram to President Ford saying, I was mad as hell and I'm not going to take this anymore. I don't want the banks selling my country to the Arabs. I want the CCA deal. Stop now. I want the CCA deal. Stop now. Come on. I want the CCA Mates. I spent all day handing out holy pamphlets, preaching on street corners, and trying to spread the word of God. I spent every dollar I had on his merchandise, although I did make eight dollars, and got some strange offers from old men while preaching on the street corners. Yet, despite all that energy and effort, I have not been able to find God, or any of his representatives. Hold on. Something is happening. Is that you? Jesus. Yea, come unto me. Filthy, you don't need to buy holy water and annoy others with my message. All you need is to be true to your nature, be good to others and live a virtuous life. Plus, I'm pretty sure, that holy water in your storage unit is toxic. And it's not really holy. I don't think it's water either. That's nice, Jesus. What am I supposed to do with all of this holy water? You'll think of something. Anyway, I got to go bro. I have to appear on a tortilla in New Mexico. The Lord works in mysterious ways. I love Captain Blackbeard. Hendrix. Ah, well how about that? Jesus. Well, this next one goes out to the Almighty. And his representative on guitar. Hendrix. Captain Blackbeard Radio. If you can just get your mind together uh, then come on across to me we'll hold hands and then we'll watch the sunrise from the bottom of the sea but first are you experienced 
for sharing those gripping stories. I think I speak for the whole group when I say, we all are inspired by your story and your strength. I don't think many of us would be able to hold down a job as a preschool bus driver after fighting 20 police officers on PCP and Angel Dust. And now our last speaker of the evening. I haven't met her before tonight. 
but she certainly does seem earnest and dedicated to the program. Let's all give our love and support to Rachel. Hi, Grim. I'm Rachel. My pronouns are she, her, and I'm an addict. It all started as a teenager, huffing pixie sticks in elementary school. Then quickly graduated to shooting heroin between my toes, both before and after cheerleading practice. Before I knew it, I was blowing cocks and eating trucker tossed salad for tic tacs and no doze up truck stops and was too wasted to know the difference. Things got so bad. I started snorting keyboard cleaner. And then I lost my hearing huff and the inhalants from both horns. Jesus Christ. But through the grace of programs like this, I've rebuilt my life. And I'm now proud to say I am 411 days, 18 hours and 33 seconds clean. But I don't really think about it anymore. Thank you so much for helping me to turn my life around. Because of this program, I will never fall into the scourge of drugs again. Thank you, Mr. Group Leader. Would you happen to have a breath now? Um, no. I'm sorry, Rachel. I don't have any Tic Tacs. That's our session, group. And I want us all to think about our positive affirmations. I want you all to remember that we all have value. And that you are loved. I want you all to remember Raul and Rachel. If they can overcome their problems, so can you. Mr. Group Leader, I slipped and fell off the wagon again. Hi, you're on the air. Hi. How you doing? Okay, how are you? I want to suck your dick. Hi, you're on the air. Hello. Um, I'm... Hi, you're on the air. Uh, ignorant... Hello? Yes. Uh, ignorant people like that are only promoting the problem in the situation. Um, I don't mean... Hello? Yeah. Sorry about that. Um, I don't mean to insult the man, but... Uh... If he wants to shoot someone, then let him go out to, you know, goddamn Iraq. Why didn't he join, join the army? Oh, see that? I knew he had a bad connection. Mates. I was destitute. Financially and spiritually broken after a bad acid trip. And spending all of my money on televangelist holy water. But after meeting God and watching television straight, without sleeping for four days. I've come up with the answer for spending all of my money, on a storage unit filled with bunk holy water. I have finally put my years of medical school at community college to good use.
Friends, I would like to introduce you to Dr. Filthy's patented Holy COVID Cure. Guaranteed to be more effective than all of the vaccines combined. Just simply fill a syringe with Dr. Filthy's patented Holy COVID Cure. Shoot it up your ass. Fill water balloons with it and throw it at people who look feverish. Drown your kids in it. Do whatever you want with it. Guaranteed to be more effective at combating COVID than all of the vaccines combined. Only $99.99 a bottle, with a single bottle giving you over 3 months of protection. No threat of birth defects. No threat of losing feeling in your penis. No threat of any kind that we know about or will admit to publicly. Find Dr. Filthy's patented Holy COVID-19 cure on hallucination market at my storage unit or any CDC-approved drug store. So take your Dr. Filthy patented Holy COVID cure. Do it for you. Do it for your loved ones. Do it for America. I hope I don't get in trouble for running that unauthorized commercial. But I think I got a winner with this idea. This next one goes out to the millions of people who are about to receive Dr. Filthy's patented Holy COVID-19 cure. This is Del Shannon, move it on over. You're listening to a contagious outbreak sweeping the land. Called Captain Blackbeard Radio.
What do I think about Greta Thunberg? I see Greta Thunberg as a challenge more than anything. Here is a woman who, in every single aspect, is absolutely revolting. Her exterior and her personality. Yet I can't help but wonder what it would be like to plunge balls deep into her repeatedly. That's right. Balls deep. With no protection. I want to grab this thing and that's what Greta Thunberg is. Let's not delude ourselves, a thing. By the hips and ram mercilessly in and out with the force of a gladiatorial chariot. While she makes stupid faces and contorts orgasmically. I would erupt violently inside that corrupt and corrupting womb as though the entire fate of humanity depended on my seed penetrating the foul walls of one of her ovaries. The electrical fusion from this coupling creating the Antichrist as our combined, guttural, Chewbacca-like roars, shattered glass and walls alike around us. The house toppling down while we lay there in a filthy, disgusting mess. Yeah, I reckon Greta Thunberg does it for me. Anyway, nice to meet you. My name is Raul. Private message me. I'm not wearing any pants. Film at 11. Good morning, Mr. Beale. They tell me you're a madman. Only desultorily. How are you now? I'm as mad as a hatter. Who is it? I'm going to take you into our conference room. Seems more seemly a setting for what I have to say to you. I started as a salesman, Mr. Beale. I sold sewing machines and automobile parts, hairbrushes and electronic equipment. They say I can sell anything. I'd like to try to sell something to you. Valhalla, Mr. Beale. Please sit down. You have meddled with the primal forces of nature, Mr. Beale, and I won't have it. Is that clear? You think you merely stopped a business deal. That is not the case. The Arabs have taken billions of dollars out of this country, and now they must put it back. It is ebb and flow, tidal gravity. It is ecological balance. 
You are an old man who thinks in terms of nations and peoples. There are no nations. There are no peoples. There are no Russians. There are no Arabs. There are no third worlds. There is no West. There is only one holistic system of systems. One vast and immane, interwoven, interacting, multivariate, multinational dominion of dollars. Petrodollars, electrodollars, multidollars, Reichmarks, rims, rubles, pounds, and shekels. It is the international system of currency which determines the totality of life on this planet. That is the natural order of things today. That is the atomic and subatomic and galactic structure of things today. And you have meddled with the primal forces of nature. And you will atone. Am I getting through to you, Mr. Beale? You get up on your little 21-inch screen and howl about America and democracy. There is no America. There is no democracy. There is only IBM and ITT and AT&T and DuPont, Dow, Union Carbide and Exxon. Those are the nations of the world today. What do you think the Russians talk about in their councils of state? Karl Marx? They get out their linear programming charts, statistical decision theories, min and max solutions, and compute the price cost probabilities of their transactions and investments, just like we do. We no longer live in a world of nations and ideologies, Mr. Beale. The world is a college of corporations, inexorably determined by the immutable bylaws of business. The world is a business, Mr. Beale. It has been since man crawled out of the slime. And our children will live, Mr. Beale, to see that perfect world in which there's no war or famine, oppression or brutality. One vast and ecumenical holding company for whom all men will work to serve a common profit in which all men will hold a share of stock, all necessities provided, all anxieties tranquil. All boredom amused. And I have chosen you, Mr. Beale, to preach this evangel. Why me? Because you're on television, dummy. Sixty million people watch you every night of the week, Monday through Friday. I have seen the face of God. 
You just might be right, Mr. Beale. That evening, Howard Beale went on the air to preach the corporate cosmology of Arthur Jensen. You people to stand up and fight for your heritage, and you did, and it was beautiful. Six million telegrams were received at the White House. The Arab takeover of CCA has been stopped. The people spoke, the people won. It was a radiant eruption of democracy. But I think that was it, fellas. That sort of thing is not likely to happen again. Because at the bottom of all our terrified souls, we know that democracy is a dying giant, a sick, sick, dying, decaying political concept writhing in its final pain. I don't mean that the United States is finished as a world power. The United States is the richest, the most powerful, the most advanced country in the world, light years ahead of any other country. And I don't mean the communists are going to take over the world because the communists are deader than we are. What is finished is the idea that this great country is dedicated to the freedom and flourishing of every individual in it. It's the individual that's finished. It's the single, solitary human being that's finished. It's every single one of you out there that's finished. Because this is no longer a nation of independent individuals. It's a nation of some 200-odd million transistorized, deodorized, whiter-than-white, steel-belted bodies, totally unnecessary as human beings and as replaceable as piston rods. Well... The time has come to say, is dehumanization such a bad word? Because good or bad, that's what is so. The whole world is becoming humanoid, creatures that look human but aren't. The whole world, not just us, we're just the most advanced country, so we're getting there first. The whole world's people are becoming mass-produced, programmed, numbered, insensate things. It was a perfectly admissible argument that Howard Beale advanced in the days that followed. It was, however, also a very depressing one. Nobody particularly cared to hear his life was utterly valueless. By the end of the first week in June, the Howard Beale show had dropped one point in the ratings and its trend of shares dipped under 48 for the first time since last November. You're his goddamn agent, Lou. I'm counting on you to talk some sense into the lunatic. Nobody wants to hear about dying democracy and dehumanization. Look, we're starting to get rumbles from the agencies. Another couple of weeks of this and the sponsors will be bailing out. This is a breach of contract, Lou. This is the Howard Beale we signed. You better get him off that corporate universe kick or so help me, I'll pull him off the air. I told him, Lou. I have been telling him every day for a week. I am sick of telling him. Now you tell him. Mates. I sold my storage unit of tainted holy water as Dr. Filthy's Holy COVID-19 cure. And now I'm wealthy. In retrospect, it wasn't hard to make a lot of money. I guess I just had to do some less than ethical things. After depositing all of that money into my bank account, 
I got a group request from something called the Billionaires Group on Facebook. And friend requests from several politicians. Which is weird because I'm not even on Facebook. But I don't think I want to get involved with any of that. After being at the bottom of a bad acid trip. Then finding God. Then becoming wealthy selling holy water as COVID-19 vaccine. I've discovered myself and discovered my true love is this show and money I really love money I really, really love money So this next one goes to the passion of the cheddar This is Bugs Bunny, Elmer Fudd and Foghorn Leghorn with money Captain Blackbeard Radio. Don't want no lovin', don't want no kissin', don't want no gal to call me honey. Don't want my name in the Hall of Fame, just want a big fat pile of money. Give me that almighty dollar for that letters hear me holler. Give me buckets full of ducats, let me walk around and waller in Mazuma. El Dinero, wanna be a millionaire. Give me money, 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 money. I want that green ammunition, that's a stuff for which I'm wishing. Fill my closets with deposits, I'm a demon at addition. Give me shekels, give me pesos, let me see their smiling pesos. Money, 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 money. I want to get me a suit that's made out of loot and whistle the wearing of the green. I've got that monetary itis, like to be just like King Midas. Want that golden touch is what I mean. Give me that old double eagle, want that tender that is legal and financially, substantially, any sum I can inveigle. Want to live in regal splendor with that loving legal tender. Give me money, 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 money. I'm a greenback collector, I'm a paper bill inspector I'm a savage for that cabbage, man to me it's golden nectar Pour that filthy lucre on me, spread those loving germs upon me Give me money, 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 money Just let me roll round upon it, stuff those bank rags in my bonnet Any kind, just so some president has got his picture on it Let me feel it, let me hold it, let me sit there and fold it Give me money, money, money I want a carload of cash, the kind I can stash, a vat full of mo-do-de-o-do. -do. You know your banker never lets it matter whereabouts you get it, as you got it, boy. That's all he wants to know. <laughs> Give me treasure I can measure, cause that's my idea of pleasure. Give me wampum, gelder, gitas, let me count it at my leisure. Let me live in regal splendor with that loving legal tender. Give me money, 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 money! Ever plant trees of E pluribus unum. I want to be the guy that they send out to prune them. Money, 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 so much for calling Captain Blackbeard. The captain or anyone on the ship is currently free to answer the phone.
We could be plundering, or we could be dead drunk, or we could be just dead. Ha ha. Please leave your name and message after the beep, and we shall return fire at our earliest convenience. Ahoy, Captain Blackbeard. Vice President, Kamala Harris here. I wanted to call and introduce myself. I was invited onto your billionaire's cruise by Jack Ma and the Chinese. I'm not a billionaire, but I do get fucked by them regularly. And I do fuck people on their behalf regularly. So I hope you don't mind the Chinese forcing me onto the guest list, much like they forced me into the vice presidency. Ha ha ha. Truth be told. I really could use the vacation as things have been a nightmare. Donald Trump changed the Wi-Fi password for the White House to you lost before leaving. It's been five months. No one can figure out how to change it. And literally no one takes me seriously. People think they're about to meet a classic WWF wrestler, but then they're disappointed when it's me. I got into this world by being a sociopathic. Come, dumpster. First, I use my pussy like a business card to any local politician with power. And then when it worked to my advantage, I turned into a raging evil Marxist cunt who would say or do anything for just another molecule of power. Working my way from prosecutor to politician to now vice president. I am such an evil cunt. I'm so evil. When I was a prosecuting attorney, I threw tons of black Americans in prison for smoking marijuana. While I, myself, privately smoked marijuana, laughing about it. Ha 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 ha. Of course, my ethnicity fluctuates based on whatever group of idiots my handlers want me to exploit. So it's not really like I was fucking over my own people. My people are evil, fucking, scum. Like the who's, who, guest list, of all of the world's richest and most powerful people that will be on your billionaire's cruise. My pussy is doing barrel rolls, just thinking about all that power and evil in a tight confined space. Which ironically, is the direct opposite of my pussy. Ha 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 ha. Also on that note, Captain Blackbeard, if you have jungle fever, yellow fever, or curry fever, come to Kamala. I can be any of those things depending on what the situation calls for. Heck, if my handlers needed an Eskimo, I would say I've been fucking polar bears since before civilization found my village's igloos. But you're the one I'll be looking for, Captain Blackbeard. I know what you and Taylor Swift did. Maybe you want to make a deposit at the First National Kamala Harris sperm bank on board the ship? I usually only fuck complete scum for power or political juice, but maybe it's time I had a real man, like you, Captain Blackbeard. I certainly didn't make it this far with my mouth for its oratory skills. Just my oral skills. You're going to need salad tongs to open my love canal. This isn't an offer. This is an order as your future president of the United States. Once, senile old Joe finally goes to sleep for the last time soon, 
you'll appreciate having a friend in me and having made a deposit in my pink pussy bank. Well, it's not really pink anymore, but it used to be. Anyway, see you on the ship. I thought I would find you out here, at the front of the ship. You look like you're waiting for someone. You're missing a hell of a party in there. The motion of the ocean is really helping little Bill's game. I needed some fresh air from the party and the orgy. I have Rupert Murdoch running down my right leg and Michael Bloomberg running down my left. I know what you mean. That naked Congo line Mitt Romney started was too much, even for me. Warren Buffett greasing himself up and crowd surfing on young Filipino boys is a sight that will haunt my memories for the rest of my life. I've never smoked anything like Captain Blackbeard's cannabis before. I feel like I'm flying. Standing here at the front of the ship, with you, after smoking Captain Blackbeard's cannabis, why, I feel, I feel like the king of the world. Wait a minute, I am, the king of the world, ha 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 ha, oh. I can't even feel the new stretch marks around my lips after Michael Jordan got done with me. Speaking of that, have you seen Captain Blackbeard? I haven't seen him once since we boarded the ship. Come to think of it. I haven't seen any of the ship's crew members since the party started either. From Captain Blackbeard's reputation, he always likes to make a grand entrance. I'm betting he appears right at the stroke of midnight. What time is it now? I lost my iPhone in the party taking selfies with Mark Cuban and Howard Stern. But on my iWatch, it's 11.59. You know, Kamala, I'm very turned on by women with deeper voices than mine. It may be all the drugs, alcohol and adrenochrome running through my system, but I've always been very attracted to oh you my and... God. Is that an iceberg directly in front of us? We're heading directly towards that giant iceberg. This can't be happening. Control. Oh. 
Good evening. This is your Captain Blackbeard news. I'm Clara Dwight Gaslight filling in for Samantha Propaganda. Tragedy in the frigid North Atlantic. An unprecedented accident in maritime history as a Russian cruise ship carrying the world's wealthiest business people, politicians and entertainers, struck an iceberg and sank rapidly this morning. The conglomeration of the world's elite were meeting on board the Russian cruise ship to discuss how to eradicate poverty and how to do good in the world. Maritime authorities have ruled the sinking a freak accident and have ruled the owners of the Russian cruise ship hold no responsibility while receiving full insurance payouts for the loss of the ship. In unrelated news, political organizations, BLM, Antifa and the Proud Boys have all inexplicably disappeared. 
In COVID news, reported COVID-19 numbers are plummeting. Health experts are crediting the groundbreaking new Dr. Filthus holy miracle COVID cure for the sudden end of the COVID-19 pandemic. Lead researcher behind Dr. Filthus holy miracle COVID cure, a Dr. Phineas Fingersmerz, is set to receive the Presidential Medal of Freedom at the White House. Terrorists have struck the nation's fentanyl supply, replacing it with vitamin B. The CDC reports the nation has never been healthier and cities across America have witnessed homeless camps disappearing virtually overnight. Finally, a small unstable man was arrested on the property of prominent actor Warwick Davis. Police held the small man for questioning until it was ascertained he was a harmless fan of the prominent actor. Warwick Davis is seeking a restraining order. This has been your Captain Blackbeard News. Jensen was unhappy at the idea of taking Howard Beale off the air. Mr. Jensen thinks Howard Beale is bringing a very important message to the American people. So he wants Howard Beale on the air and he wants him kept on. Mr. Jensen feels we're too catastrophic in our thinking. I argued that television was a volatile industry in which success and failure were determined week by week. Mr. Jensen said he did not like volatile industries and suggested with a certain sinister silkiness that volatility in business usually reflected bad management. He didn't really care if Howard Beale was the number one show on television or the 50th. He didn't really care if the Beale show lost money. He wants Howard Beale on the air and he wants him kept on. I would describe his position on this as inflexible. Where does that put us, Diana? That puts us in the shithouse. That's where that puts us. And you would describe Mr. Jensen's position on Beale as inflexible? Intractable and adamantine. So what do we do about this Beale son of a bitch? I suppose we'll have to kill him. I don't suppose you have any ideas on that, Diana. be done right on camera in the studio we ought to get a fantastic looking audience for the assassination of Howard Beale as our opening show we're talking about a capital crime here the network can't be implicated you don't have any hidden tape machines in this office, Frank. Well, the issue is, shall we kill Howard Beale or not? I'd like to hear some more opinions on that. Look, I don't see we have any option, Frank. Let's kill the son of a bitch. <laughs> <laughs>
Ladies and gentlemen, let's hear it. How do you feel? Ladies and gentlemen, the Network News Hour with Sybil the Soothsayer. Jane Webbing and his It's the Emma's Truth Department. Miss Matahari and her skeletons in the closet. Tonight, another segment of Vox Populi. Starring the mad prophet of the airways, Howard Beale. Network News Anchorman on the UBS Network News Show, known to millions as the Mad Prophet of the Airwaves, was shot to death tonight in a fusillade of automatic rifle fire just as he began this evening's broadcast. We never compromise. So why should you? Canada Why compromise? themselves as the group responsible for the other side of the massive man of well over six feet Don't you know that this great big lion has done so much to you? Other countries got their arms open wide. The extraordinary incident occurred in full view of his millions of viewers. The assassins were members of a terrorist group called the Ecumenical Liberation Army, two of whom were apprehended. The leader of the group, known as the Great Ahmed Khan, escaped. This was the story of Howard Beale the first known instance of a man who was killed because he had lousy ratings. Oh, 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 Would you like to prevent Captain Blackbeard from being killed because of low ratings? Ahoy mates, Admiral Winston Chronic here, Captain Blackbeard's chief cannabis grower and public representative. If you want to ensure Captain Blackbeard isn't gunned down and murdered for low ratings, please support Captain Blackbeard Radio by spreading the show. Tell your friends, tell your enemies, post it on your favorite social media sites for unlimited dopamine. Tell the attractive people you meet about Captain Blackbeard Radio as an icebreaker. Nothing tickles the ladies, like the captain's name. Please support Captain Blackbeard's sponsor, The Versus Project and Versus Market. Versus Market. Everything you ever wanted. Versus Market. If you would like to become a sponsor of Captain Blackbeard Radio, please send us a message on Dread. Or send an email to P.O. Box 6969 Bangkok at Secmail.pro. That's P.O. Box 
If you have music suggestions, material submissions or would just like to say, ahoy. Captain Blackbeard welcomes all email inquiries. Nudes, narcotics and luxury items receive preferential treatment. If you would like to buy a Captain Blackbeard Radio non-fungible token. That's right, bitches. Captain Blackbeard is selling NFTs. If you would like to buy a Captain Blackbeard Radio non-fungible token of this or any future episode, please get in touch with Captain Blackbeard or the Versus Project. If would like to donate money to help get the episodes out faster, please send Captain Blackbeard a message on Dread. Or email us. Your contributions drastically helps in making these shows. Mates, you have helped push us to highs with this show we never thought possible. But we need you to continue. Captain Blackbeard Radio is like a shark. If we're not moving, we're dying. So please, help spread the word. Thank you so much for everything mates. Captain Blackbeard could not appreciate all of the positive energy more. Blue skies and calm seas. Captain Blackbeard would like to thank the following entities. The Versus Project and Versus Market. Everything you ever wanted. Versus Market. Dank Nation and the moderators of Dank Nation. Dark.win, Captain Blackbeard's favorite Dark Seas directory. Direct your Tor browser to dark.win as your start page to the Dark Seas. The Dread Community. The Treehouse Community. The Hub Community. The Aitkun Community. The Enchan Community. The Avengers Community. The Administrators and Moderators who have helped Captain Blackbeard along the way. Our former fellow brethren of the coast. All of our fantastic customers over the years. The men and women of the United States Postal Service. All those reposting and talking up the show and magazines. And all of Captain Blackbeard's well-wishers across the eight seas. You all keep Captain Blackbeard afloat and alive. If you enjoyed this broadcast, please send it to others. And visit and thank our sponsors. No law enforcement please. Captain Blackbeard can't afford bribes due to all of our bastard kids. We thank you so much for all your positive energy over the years. Please visit Captain Blackbeard's N-Chan to listen to previous episodes. Check out Captain Blackbeard magazines and artwork. Or just engage with the show. 
Captain Blackbeard provides this service because we believe in chicks, cannabis, and America. That's our show. Another session of broadcasting illegal, dirty, politically incorrect things to degenerates around the world. And hopefully if we're not thrown in prison for this broadcast, we'll catch you again soon. And blow your mind with more of the finest sounds that get around from the underground. So on behalf of Captain Blackbeard, this is the ship's doctor, seaman, filthy fingers, Wishing you and yours the absolute highest regards. And remember, coughing has finally overtaken speaking Arabic as the most taboo thing you can do in the airport. Good night and God bless, dark seas. Next transmission. I saw you beat that man like I never saw no man get beat before. And the man kept coming after you.
Nobody goes a distance with me. I don't care what the hell them judges said. This is the man I want to fight. Well, I'm officially retired now. I do. Thanks. Hey, look, pal. You gotta be realistic. You got no high school diploma or no qualifications. You cost us thousands of dollars because you can't read. As long as I'm gonna be promoting this fight myself, I want a lot more pressure put on for a rematch. Whatever gets him in the ring. The man's running, the man's hype, the man doesn't want to face me. That I'm ready, willing, and able to meet you anywhere, any place, anytime. I will meet and defeat this so-called fighter. I think we ought to knock his block off. I want all of Philadelphia, I want all of America, I want the whole world to see me destroy this man. This guy doesn't want to win. He wants to bury, he wants to humiliate you. We're going to see a real great battle in every sense of the word. Control all delete. Damn it.
Control Alt Delete. Damn it. Control Alt Delete. Damn it. Control Alt Delete. Damn it. Control Alt Delete. Damn it. Control Alt Delete. Damn it. Control Alt Delete. Damn it. Control Alt Delete. Damn it. Control Alt Delete. Damn it. <laughs>